0: We're in the future now. Oh, my God.
1: Whoa, the future. So cool. All the flip phones can stream video. Wow. So cool. World Star. Wow.
0: <laughs> so cool. Can't believe we it. Can
1: get, it's really sweet. Yeah, I can't believe it. Wow.
0: It's really cool here.
1: This is what 2006 is like? It's awesome.
0: Oh, this is 2006? I don't know. <laughs> I thought we were in like what are we, 2013?
1: 2012?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Or is this 2006 and everything past this is like before that, even though they have way better technology?
1: Man, I didn't know iPhones came out in 2007. That's so (laughs)
0: wild. I'm so confused. (laughs) Well, what is time? Welcome to Franchise presented by the Breadcrumbs Collective. It's the podcast where each season we go through some of Hollywood's biggest movie franchises one film at a time as we try to figure out what makes a franchise good, what makes a franchise bad, and what makes a franchise work, and by God, if it's even worth your damn time. We're here our host, Jonathan Foster, and who?
1: Arianna Nantiputri.
0: My daughter! What's up, Dad? How's it going, Ariana? You doing all right?
1: I'm, I'm doing okay. How are you?
0: Not too bad. We're in prime territory for you because like, I know you like the director of this film.
1: And- I adore the director of this film. I want to be him. I want to work with him. It's like, <laughs> if you're listening, I'm it's out here.
0: So many um, shout outs from here on out. So
1: many shout outs. He's my <laughs> fave. Yeah, Justin Lin directs this film. I adore Justin Lin. He's directed some of my favorite episodes of television. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps the you know the, the the best out of the new Star Trek movies he did. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a cool dude, and Mr. Lin. sir, if you know you need another Asian person <laughs> that can drive, um, is funny and hot, and you can hit me up, and I could do. Uh, you know what I want? I want to. I want to be in the Fast and Furious films, only to be like the other tech person, and me and Ludacris are like spouting off tech jargon, and before anybody could do it to us, we turn to each other and we go in English, please, and it makes a billion dollars. That's that's all I want.
0: You're writing it yourself, exactly. And, like it's in the it doesn't even have to do that much work. He just exactly. hire you and exactly. Like,
1: it's my dream job. Yeah. I'm not kidding.
0: And you can like <laughs> you can even drive because like we learned in the first yeah. episode, like you know Jordana Brewster and Michelle Rodriguez, neither one of them could drive.
1: <laughs> neither yeah.
0: one of them can drive, and then that becomes a joke in, in mm-hmm. future films that you know the other tech person. That just got shoehorned into the series as just being kind of a boring tech person that we'll meet in f- in future episodes from now. Doesn't know how to drive, but you actually do. So, you know, step up.
1: I legally do, allegedly.
0: Yeah. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. I mean, if you want to like get really weird with the series, Justin Lin, like if you really yeah. want to get kind of crazy, like, cause I mean, you're going to space and I don't know, there's jokes about like crossover with dinosaurs. Like I'll happily put on like a fucking Sasquatch suit and like, you know, that
1: Jurassic park crossover <laughs> into my veins. You don't, understand. <laughs> you don't understand. I would get, I would.
0: I'm trying to get like a the Harry and Henderson spoon. still in here as well. Cause yeah. like, I, 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 I'm a tall man and I'll gladly put on a Sasquatch uniform. And, yeah um, di- and then know. he'll
1: fight some cgi yeah. dinosaurs and i'll come yeah. in on a motorcycle which yeah. i now know how to ride Let's and do it. um i run over chris pratt
0: and yes uh yeah of I
1: ride off into the sunset with uh <laughs> nathalie emmanuel and all will be right in the world or cardi b because cardi b is going to be the ninth one
0: um we know what's going anyway. on
1: yeah we know what's going on <laughs> we know what's up
0: hey we're doing it again we're here for
1: we're here
0: number three
1: yeah. For the in the vroom, Fast vroom. and the
0: Furious <laughs> series, the Room yeah, Room. We're,
1: we're headed to <laughs> sort of like my side of the hemisphere.
0: With yeah. This film. I, mm. You know, I'm starting to see the light. We'll get into it. But I am starting to see the light, you know, mm-hmm. particularly mm-hmm. with your background image and mm-hmm. uh, some stuff I dug out that I hope you don't know about. Um, okay.
1: Let's hope I don't know about it because this yeah. film in particular is, I think, my least favorite. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> it's not necessarily as much with this film. It's just things that I found only because of this film mm-hmm. um, that really opens up. Yeah, like, obviously we'll get into it, but it opens up so many the doors. But yeah,
1: yeah uh, did you did you read spoilers by mistake?
0: Yeah, I mean but you can't help you can't help but to do that. I haven't yeah. read much, but of course, okay. like because we'll get into it, what happens with a certain character in this film Mm -hmm. that like really builds on the rest of the franchise. Yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. Of course things got ruined, which kind of sucks, but you know, I was trying to, you know, avoid them as much as I can, but yes, Mm -hmm. we are talking about the third film of this franchise and it's, uh, this is territory. This is new territory for me because I've seen Mm -hmm. this film. I hadn't seen it since it came out. So I, Bucking didn't remember oh, it's much of been anything. A while. Yeah, so it's yeah. been a long time. Yeah, so it's starting to open up new territory, and I know from here it's going to get a hell of a lot more interesting. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, Ariane, Anthony Quinn of the Independent said, "This third <laughs> outing made me almost nostalgic for the original movies starring Vin Diesel and Paul Walker. Almost. Mm. Tim Roby, who actually is a of a friend of the Prince Charles of the Daily Telegraph said, wisely, <laughs> <whisly>, underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Peter Travers. That's a big name. Roland big, Stone big name. said, mm-hmm. look out for a star cameo. It's the only surprise you'll get from this heap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you wait for it. You really do. You earn it. <laughs> you earn this cameo.
0: Scott <laughs> Tobias. Okay. Of the AB Club said the racing sequences are the series' meat and potatoes, but in terms of story, this film barely offers a stalk of asparagus. Jesus, I love that he used meat and potatoes, as that seems to be a term I use on the main timeline all the time. Yeah,
1: that's great though, like refer to the whole meal, not even a stalk of asparagus of a story.
0: All right, it's been all like gloom and doom so far Uh all right let's our boy last last month when we talked about too fast too furious it was our boy felix gonzalez jr of dvd review who said (laughs) that uh too fast too furious was it was high trash or something anyway Mm -hmm. let's see what he has to say tokyo drift should by all rights have been a direct to dvd release (laughs) with its no name cast and a phoned in production It reaches a level of mediocrity that leaves the previous entries in the dust and it plays up so many cultural stereotypes that I find it hard to believe any Japanese actors appeared in it at all. Damn, Uh Felix, I was hoping for you. But it's our boy Peter Howell of the Toronto Star who says this film is vile, moronic, sexist, and possibly harmful to society. As vile, moronic, sexist, and possibly harmful entertainments go, however, it is frequently a hoot, there we go. Yeah, someone who's enjoying the party
1: because <laughs> yeah, it is a party.
0: So, Ariane, what film are we talking about?
1: <laughs> we're, we're talking about Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift.
0: Yeah, you press play on this, you know what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, of course, of course, you know. <laughs> What do you mean, drift? The cars are lighter. The
0: tires are slick. When you drift, if you ain't out of control, you ain't in control. Still need a dictionary? On the other side of the world,
1: on the wrong side of the law... A new style of racing rules the Tokyo underground.
0: How you guys get away with this? And all the best drivers
1: want in. Who's a tourist? Let's see what the kids got. Then let's race. But when you live on the edge, anything can happen. You came to the wrong place. Now, in a place where life moves this fast a lot of money. Hey, you're moving up in the world. You got to elevate your company. The bigger the risk, the greater the rush. Stay away from them. All my life, people have told me I don't fit in. Maybe I've just been in the wrong place. <laughs> Life's simple. Make choices. Don't look back. The Fast and the
0: Furious Tokyo Drift. Move over, Brian O'Connor.
1: <laughs> I miss you, Brian.
0: <laughs> it's time Brian, to take this back. franchise back to school going old school literally we're going to school
1: we are going to high school (laughs) sort of, because he does not look like he is in high school
0: (laughs) at all he does not in order to avoid jail time an errant car racer Sean Boswell is sent to live with his military father in Tokyo however he finds himself in trouble once again when he gets caught up in the underground world of drift racing
1: oh my dream goal
0: oh shit
1: my, my goal in life is to figure out how to drift. <laughs> it's
0: the 2006 third installment of the Fast and Furious franchise, but sixth chronologically.
1: Chronologically, sixth, yes.
0: This time directed by Justin Lin. Yeah. And that's a name we'll be hearing a lot uh, for yeah. the remainder of our series. He's pretty synonymous yeah. with the franchise these days.
1: Like, I really enjoyed Justin, Lin- Justin Lin's work because I'm a huge community fan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But this film, I was kind of like, oh i was like sweetie was this you or was this the studio like who did what happened here (laughs) also i know we're gonna get to it later but the soundtrack i actually really like
0: yeah for this film, it's a weird one because it actually is it's we definitely will get to it because yeah it's a thing i think like you have to get into soundtrack with these Fast and Furious films because it's always hmm. pretty important. Music and it seems is like integral. It's, yeah, yeah. It's carried our series so far as well. Yeah. Uh, us laughing about the soundtracks, but this one's an interesting one. But yeah, like I said, Justin, Justin Lin, he's pretty synonymous with the franchise these days, and I think we'll get deeper into his career as our, our series goes along. But I can say mm-hmm. briefly, apart from his career in this franchise, he's directed 2006's Annapolis, 2016's Star Trek Beyond. And it's yeah. due to direct a Hot Wheels movie. Great in 2023. Okay, I'm here for it. It's like, how do I get shit. on it? How do how do we how do we keep coming up with these movie ideas like based on children's toys? Like, Hot you Wheels? walk into
1: you walk <laughs> into a toy store, you turn left, you take something, and then you turn right to the next shelf, you take something, and be like, "This is my movie now." Yeah, and then go to checkout. That's I, just, I think that's what Hollywood execs are doing.
0: Yeah, I just don't even want to know. Do you think they're gonna have a loop to loop?
1: Um, if they don't, they can keep it. <laughs> I don't the want wheels,
0: it. Hot uh, Wheels Rising Car Wash um, with with the uh, with yeah the the spiral the, the, spiral, spiral, the spiral parking yeah.
1: structure. Like yeah. as somebody who owns <laughs> these things, yeah. um, or rather has owned these things, if it's not in the film.
0: I don't want it. Yeah, I don't want to see it. So, better be in there, Justin Lynn. I know keep you're listening. It, to this. Justin
1: Lynn. I know <laughs> you're a Patreon subscriber. <laughs> Justin Lin, if you're listening to this, please hire yeah. me. I have a driver's license and I'm pretty.
0: Um, please. <laughs> hey, I didn't pull out anything about how uh, you don't need a driver's license in this. It, yeah, it's a week. To be honest, yeah. not a lot came up in this, but a lot of other weird things came up. But about this film love- in particular. Yeah. I guess no one gave a shit to even write any trivia about it because it was hard to find stuff. (laughs) We'll we'll figure out something. But like you said, Justin Jocelyn's directed some TV, including three Mm -hmm. episodes from the first season of Community, including Modern Warfare. Modern
1: Warfare, arguably one of the best.
0: Yeah, one of the best episodes. That's Basically, if you don't know the title, that's the Paintball episode. Yeah. The very first one, Paintball Wars. The godfather
1: of Paintball. Yes. And
0: they've done, what, three more since then? Yeah, yeah, did three more.
1: So, yeah,
0: yeah. anyway, so Neil H. Moritz, who's produced the first two installments, began working on the film in 2005 and he hired Justin Lin to direct Tokyo Drift based off of his 2002 crime drama, Better Luck Tomorrow. So, Mm. have you ever heard of this film?
1: No, I have not.
0: Thank God. Um, Okay, so more on this later. All right, okay, so. This wasn't like the first time they thought about doing a film in Japan because actually Too Fast, Too Furious. Originally, one of the ideas was that they would take the series to Tokyo or Japan, Mm -hmm. somewhere in Japan. Yeah. But they didn't do that because I think that was when they were worried about if everyone's going to sign back on and everything. And then, you know, it just happened that Paul Walker came back and it was just like, all right, cool. Let's just take it to Miami. I don't know. But anyway, so that's kind of where the Japan side comes from. But Mm -hmm. uh, Neil H. Moritz said, after I'd seen Better Luck Tomorrow, I knew Justin was the director I wanted to do business with. He was the first we approached and he loved the idea of filming it. The movie needed enthusiasm and he was the director to do it. So pretty big praise for a young director at the time, because I mean, Mm -hmm. this is 2006 and he had only this was like his third film. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lynn, who wasn't initially familiar with drifting, said that I was in film school when The Fast and the Furious came out and I saw it with a sold out crowd who just ate it (gasps) up. What really really excited me about directing this film was the chance to harness that energy, create a whole new chapter in Up the Ante by bringing something new to the table for the audience who loves action and speed. So, yeah, film school boy. What mm-hmm. would you Hello. do if you were in film school, Fast and the Furious, I don't know, nine, lose whatever. Shit. Well, I mean, what which one came out when you were in film school?
1: When I was in film school, I think the eighth one Fate of the out, Furious. Fate of the Furious. Yeah. And I remember seeing it by myself. Yeah. Uh, because none of my housemates wanted to go. <laughs> um, oh, okay. No, two Fast, and, two Fast and Furious films came out when I was in film school. First one is Fate of the Furious. I was, I had so much fun, but I was not into like Charlize Theron, the Charlize Theron of it all. Like, uh, like I think I she no did her best, but oh, oh man. <laughs> man, these villains, these villains are like Avenger villains, I swear yeah. to you. But yeah, I, I wasn't too big on, um, how they sort of ended it because this was this was amidst the whole like Vin Diesel, the rock beef. Yeah. Um, but Hobbs and Shaw also came out when I was in film school and I saw that yeah. shit twice <laughs> <laughs> in theaters. So that crowd. Time so of my life.
0: What do you do? You're you a couple years, you know, you'll be a couple years out of film school soon. You know, uh make one of these. And ones. then someone just knocks on your door and says, Fast 10, You're it's like, yours. What do you do? I was
1: like, Yeah. I was like, okay, fast nine, we're going to space. Okay, we're going to the other dimension in space. Like we're going through a wormhole in the tenth one. What are you talking about? Or we time travel. I think that's it. Yeah. I think like they time travel to the first film and they have to it's like a back to the future thing where they like have to make sure that like Mia and <laughs> Mia and Brian get together <laughs> or something <laughs> to ensure the birth of their child who is the lead in the 10th film that it happens just years later for some reason. Fucking yeah. Star
0: Wars it and put like a yeah, uh, computer-generated Brian in the film. Fuck yeah. <laughs>
1: Fuck yeah. Like, we'll just Jeez. get his brother back. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Like, oh, his two brothers that sort of yeah. look like him but aren't nearly as pretty. Yeah. Uh, the script was written by Chris Morgan. This was also his first time in the series, but and he would also he become be, synonymous. Yeah. Even more so than Justin Lin, I guess. Yeah,
1: he wrote nearly every other installment, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, but Justin Lin cool. wasn't too happy with the early drafts because mm. Justin Lin is an Asian American. Yeah, and you got a
1: white person writing Asia. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's
0: pretty like... He's pretty... We'll get into his first... His film, the one I mentioned earlier, but mm-hmm. yeah, this uh, this thing is like he he's really in tune with the Asian, like you know, the Asian culture in America, and like you know, he takes it very seriously. It seems from yeah. what I've read about him, and basically, he said that when asked by Universal Pictures what he thought of the first drafts that he read, he said, "I think it's offensive and dated, mm-hmm. and I don't have any intention of doing it." But Stacy Snyder, the head of the studio said, just tell us what you do differently. So I said, to begin with, I'd get rid of all the gongs and the temples and the Buddhas and the visual gags about how all the white <sighs> guys are a foot taller than all the Asians. And she said, okay, we'll make the kind of movie you want. And I was like, uh, are you sure? Uh,
1: <laughs> and then well, the, movie
0: you want. the producers yeah. allowed him to develop the film in his own way. But he did mm-hmm. say that it was a constant challenge and he was always battling the studio to make the film better yeah. and he said to their credit they were pr- very fair and reasonable but yeah that could be you know there's there's still some shit there but we also have to remember that we are stuck in 2006
1: yeah it is to tokyo in 2006 and i'm not even sure like if that's what tokyo looked like in '06. six you know what i mean
0: yeah but like, is it 2006 though I don't know. <laughs> Because yeah. it could be No, 2013. Apparently it's
1: 2018.
0: Yeah. Apparently.
1: Because yeah. it's I it's, have it's no yeah, idea. apparently it's 2017, it's- which takes place after the 7th film. Um but so hilarious. Like the idea that like um Dom and all his pals are out in the world with their iPhones, and then he has <laughs> to go back to Tokyo, and everybody's yeah. using their flip, yeah, flip phones to film world star hip-hop videos. I think it's so yeah. really fun.
0: I I really want to I don't know. I'm going to lose my shit in later series because, like we mm-hmm. we said, this is this oh, yeah. is later. This is the sixth film chrono- chronologically. Mm-hmm. Uh, four, or five, was it? Uh,
1: it's one, two, four. F- so like, so it's it's Fast and Furious. two Fast too Furious, and then yeah. I think it's Fast and Furious, Fast Five, Fury, uh, Fast Six. And then it's Furious 7 and then Tokyo Drift and then 8, 9, and 10.
0: Yeah. God and damn.
1: Yeah. It's like the Star Wars movie. Fuck,
0: it's confusing too. And it's confusing. I'm going to literally lose my shit when I start to see the later films and yeah. guys, when this is supposed to be happening before this film, are using updated modern technology for the time mm. that it was being filmed in. And I'm going to be like, these motherfuckers were filming that... Fucking race at the end on their fucking or That's they were streaming it on their flip yeah, it's phones. My which my favorite thing. In two thousand six, so exist, ahead of his time, did not exist. You could not watch that shit like that.
1: I know, but Justin Lin is a visionary. <laughs> we wouldn't have Instagram Live without that particular sequence in Tokyo Drift. Honestly, like he knew every he was and they get coverage of like every angle of the race. <laughs> I was trying to figure out the logic, being like. Oh, okay, so is everybody filming a specific area, right? And then broadcasting it to everybody else? Or is somebody else filming and broadcasting it to all their flip phones? Also, how come the uncle character and that girl are just straight chilling, watching with no screen in sight, knowing exactly what is happening?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think even weirder, why were there like two or three of the Japanese girls that were there just spectators? with their like crazy tans like if it was a spray tan but then like they had it was like they were wearing brett go- brett Hart goggles or something like you know <laughs> brett Hart goggles. like the fucking glasses over their eyes that were completely white i don't know what was going on or I if they remember these or girls. if they just did white face paint and made this it was so weird it was just like over their eyes it was just white 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 and then the rest of their skin tone looks sort of like donald trump orange it was so strange <laughs> maybe again justin
1: on? then predicting the future
0: yeah um, <laughs> they did seem like they were sort of straight out of blade runner or something yeah. those two or three girls it felt there. very like yeah uh, for sure
1: it hearkened to that like sci-fi like fetish, fetishization <laughs> of future asian societies when yeah. everybody has Neon lights and billboards everywhere, which, like, a lot of major Asian cities do, but also it's like not, you know, like, it's not a thing. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Let's get into the cast. Mm-hmm. Paul Walker is out this time.
1: Mm-hmm. We got a new white boy in town, and he is a cowboy.
0: Yeah. He was not asked to return because the studio felt that he was too old. And then, after they're poorly received, too <laughs> but fast, they too got furious, somebody
1: older.
0: <laughs> yeah. They wanted to go a new direction. The first script also featured Vin Diesel, but he initially didn't agree to return. So enter Lucas Mm. Black is Sean Boswell from NCIS, New Orleans. He's a country boy.
1: He's a country boy
0: who has a problem with authority. Same. He loves to race.
1: Also vibes.
0: (laughs) He's constantly getting in trouble, forcing his mom to move him all over the place. Y'all not do that, boy. You just a boy. Because he was previously in Sling Blade with Billy Bob Thornton, who talked like this in the whole movie. He directed the movie at the same time, and he killed Dwight Yoakam, which was pretty funny. Uh, He also directed a film called All the Pretty Horses, which Lucas Black was in as well. And Lucas Black was in Friday Night Lights, which I'm pretty sure had Billy Bob Thornton in as well. And then he was in Jarhead. Yeah. Lucas Black actually had a proper career, but he's a bad actor with this horrible country accent that like works only for specific roles. But I feel like he's the type of person that cannot break that fucking accent to save his life. And it's he does, he's yeah. so fucking country. It's like when he says, I only race for pink slips, I was <laughs> like, I lost my <laughs> shit at the beginning. I only <laughs> race for pink slips only race for pink slips <laughs> it's like boy, what are you talking do not about try to speak. What, are you, yeah. what are you referring to as a pink slip because you end up racing for a girl yeah i don't know yeah
1: mm. oh man he i know him from so i hadn't seen this film when it came out
0: yeah
1: like i saw it way after but i knew lucas black from ncis New mm-hmm. Orleans because my mom was a huge fan of those programs and now yep. I'm kind of like mom they're feds uh, we them. <laughs> Um but in he looks exactly the same
0: yeah um, he does in
1: NCIS New Orleans which is set I think in like the late 2010s or like early 2010s till I don't know if they're still running but he looks the same as he did in 2006 which is one a credit to his um, aging but two also he looked really old in 2006
0: yeah um, yeah he, he so, looked yeah. way older he's supposed yeah. to be 17 but he was actually 24 wow. in this film uh and it's funny because when it went into the high school there's so many things mm-hmm. wrong with this high school but everyone looked 30 <laughs> everyone
1: looked 30 but everybody did dress like they were like i was like this does look like all the animes yeah. that i watch like that's all their uniform
0: yeah and, and they all
1: have dramatic fights on the roof. So I was like, Oh no,
0: oh, no. I'm weird. not even talking about the uh the, the the Japanese high school, a lot of those kids looked a little I'm talking about Sean's Oh in America. High school in America. Oh yeah.
1: Like Everyone when he was racing 30. in the beginning. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh why? they have an outside metal detector.
1: You know, at the American. high school, which is very yeah. weird
0: because why would it be outside? Yeah. Uh, it was it's inside. It's usually right in the front doors. I don't know, but anyway. Good weather wherever he's from, I guess. It never rains, never snows, never does anything to ruin a metal detector outside, I guess. And also, why is the kid in the mascot suit wearing a fucking mascot suit through that thing? I have no idea. Like, is he just coming to school in his mascot uniform? I don't know. Yes.
1: He saves uh, time, Jonathan. He's committed.
0: The big bully that he races at the very beginning. This race is he actually one of the worst first it's races the worst in the film. race. It's so bad. Because uh, usually so bad. You, you start it so strong, but yeah. then it, this one sucked. Um, but he races Zachary. <laughs> <This one> sucked. <laughs> he raced Zachary Tybrian, AKA Brad Taylor from Home Improvement, which was like, I completely forgot. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> so good. That's wild. The race was shit. Yeah. Uh, Zachary Tybrian looked 40.
1: <laughs> it looked 40 back. Girl was, why would you be in the car? Uh, Yeah,
0: why is she in the car? Also, he's obviously a football player, and why did he throw a baseball through the? I mean, I don't know. They're all over the place with this.
1: Maybe he does multiple (laughs) sports, Jonathan. I don't like it. I don't believe it. You don't know that. I don't know. I went to school with these football
0: players. They were fucking football players through and through. Baseball players were baseball. No, that's not true. There's multiple sports. I knew
1: people that were like (laughs) football players, but in the off season, they would play the other sport. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah, Yeah. Definitely. I'm just joking. But anyway, it's just just funny. I think there was also just a goof with with the baseball thing, because like he throws the baseball, it goes through his back windshield and it looks like it lands on his like floorboard. And then he (laughs) stops the car and then the balls on the outside of the car. But it's like it, it was in the passenger side floorboard. I think. Anyway, it's fucking stupid. It, it doesn't make so sense. It so
1: powerful that throw, <laughs> that it went through the car and rolled out onto the other side.
0: It just Anything
1: fucking, can happen in these <laughs> things. They're going to space. They're going to the space. 90s. I need to Allegedly.
0: get my head yep. around it because the guy who's taken us there who directed this film. Um, yeah. Also, Sean leaves the country because at the beginning, they have this first race. They destroy this job A site that's public, completely yeah. empty which is very weird in the middle of the day no one's working but anyway i don't know maybe it's coronavirus times and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah in the timeline it fits yeah. no but <laughs> this <laughs> they they're the ones that still worked the fucking construction workers throughout the fucking pandemic so at least they did on my street um <laughs> but uh yeah anyway they get arrested and the two fortunate kids off obviously Mm -hmm. but his mom's trying to work out this deal and it's very confusing because he goes to japan his dad is brian goodman who's a a supposed major in the navy which also doesn't make sense because that's not a ranking in the navy but uh he lives in like a tiny ass house apartment yeah yeah. His room well, is sick basically ass a, ride, a closet. Yeah, he's got a great way. ride that he's working on.
1: The garage is bigger than this whole house, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just wild. to remind the audience about the spatial reasoning of this man's abode. Anyway,
0: how did Sean get to leave the country? Though this makes no sense because his dad's like, if you oh, go yeah. back, you're going to get arrested. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, what? I got sent here. What? Like, well. what? Law enforcement agent agency like works out a deal like this where oh yeah you can just go to fucking japan you know and then if you come back though if it doesn't work there you you were arresting you this doesn't this does not happen
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah his mom has some major pull in law enforcement i guess yeah it was like just let me just let me send him just let me send him away
0: (laughs) yeah i felt like they were trying to do the forrest gump thing at the beginning too because i was just like his mother like was almost like oh like we can work something out and then they cut away and then his mom comes mm-hmm. out and it's that sort of thing like where it just makes you think that his mom like slept with the officer or did something mm-hmm. some sexual favor it was very weird like yeah, the editing yeah. and stuff it's like as if maybe that was there but then they took mm-hmm. that out but they left in enough to make it look really weird I don't know
1: they, they, they may have left it enough to imply because I think he also says something like when he was with I forgot the girl's name I feel so horrible um when they were like on their first their their date or whatever before they drift, and he was like talking about how he moved around a lot, and I think he mentioned yeah. something about like his mom like dating lots of people. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah.
0: <laughs> very weird. Uh I love when he's first in his dad's bedroom, which is a closet basically, and mm-hmm. he opens up the window, and it's just that old lady eating ramen waving at him. Yeah, <laughs> best like, part of was- the movie. <laughs> yeah.
1: That lady saved this film.
0: Uh, this movie does get better as it goes along, but the beginning yeah. is such a drag because the acting is fucking terrible at the beginning. Like it's everyone's you barely get bad. any
1: drifting or cars yeah. until like, he gets there. <laughs> it's really yeah.
0: All right, so the first person he properly meets is because we gotta have a rapper.
1: Twinkie Bow Wow.
0: Uh, Bow Wow, Shad Moss playing Twinkie, dumb name. Uh he's always selling shit. He tries to sell him some Jordans and I was just like, is this a like Mike reference or what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved oh, if he pulled out man. those fucking white and blue Jordans with by the shoelace. Yeah. By the shoelace. By
1: the shoelace. Like
0: fucking pixie dust falls off of them or something. It's just Damn. like, man, you yeah. want to play ball? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but anyway, the only thing worth talking about with this guy besides getting punched in the face, which was pretty funny um because he horrible. sold him a broken ipod i guess i don't know uh is he's always selling shit but he has this fucking hulk car best car in the mm. film yeah. i can't talk about any other cars because like it's it's a sick car yeah there's a couple of cool cars i it's weird i do find myself more drawn to like the american muscle cars like visually like I looking like, at them yeah. i like them more like the, a lot of the cars in this film are like really wild. Like uh more so like the Japanese model of cars and they have all the like souped up digital engines and all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh I don't know. It's just like there's no neon really in this film either. There's only a no. couple in far shots like that I noticed, but like, like I just noticed the no neon like yeah. on any cars, and that was a bit weird. I guess this was past that past that time. I, think, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think they sort of showed more personality, just like the Hulk car in terms of like pattern or yeah because I noticed that like DK's car had a lot of this like almost uh like Victorian detailing (laughs) on this black like (laughs) on the black finish and it's a black finish of all things and you can barely see it and you're like oh shit and Han's car is sick um I liked the car that um Sean has at the end actually but that again is like American body and they sort of
0: yeah, yeah, that's that's what um, I mean. It was like yeah. it was really cool. Like a what was a Mustang or something. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like those are really cool. I don't know. I don't know. I just I'm not. I've never been really drawn to um, cars in general, but I can appreciate the look and like
1: of a car, yeah. the
0: power of those American muscle cars. But for some reason, I just mm-hmm. never really liked a lot of those like Japanese style cars that are really like almost like. I always thought they kind of look like Matchboxes or fucking, you know, Hot Wheels cars, which is not... I just don't... I don't know. They look like toys. They're cool, obviously, because they can fucking mm-hmm. race and stuff, but I just yeah. never really liked the look of them. This film for cars didn't do much for me, but the Hulk car made me laugh so hard because it's so horrible. It's a fucking the, minivan. Uh, the
1: hands the hands, <laughs> fucking kill me every time <laughs> I see it. But I'm a big... like I've grown... My appreciation for, I think, a lot more... Japanese-made cars have grown in the last couple of years, because that's just a lot of what we drive here. Um, yeah. And my brother and I just got a car, and it's a Civic, um, and we're really excited because we're gonna fucking deck it out <laughs> and <laughs> see how fast it can go. Yeah, um,
0: nice.
1: but that car has sort of made me appreciate all the sort of yeah, the, the little nice compact toy likeness of cars like that, because they're made like that for a reason and I yeah. appreciate that. Mm. Um, and also because, like, yeah, they're they're cool. They're cool as fuck. Imagine, <laughs> like, like, that's why you buy a Hot Wheels because you imagine that you, like, you want to be in one. <laughs> At yeah, least
0: yeah. that was
1: my thinking behind it.
0: No, it makes <laughs> um, sense, though, because, yeah. like, it also makes a lot of sense. I'm not saying there's not, like, a ton, yeah, yeah, especially sure, after sure. this film as well, or these yeah, films. No, like, this there's blue, not a ton of yeah. people driving fucking crazy japanese like honda civics mm. and like all sorts of crazy japanese cars street racing and stuff in america there is a ton but yeah i think it, it makes a lot of sense that if you you're grown up there you mm. like that's what is being driven over there more yeah, of the yeah. japanese style cars and then in america it's like a, a lot about the muscle cars and big mm. fucking wide open roads and huge cars <laughs> and like yeah yeah i don't know i i was drawn to a minivan as a kid because i like I had to go to band practice, you know, I had to like carry, (laughs) go to gigs, carry drum sets and amps and stuff. So anyway, Bow Wow, what do we,
1: what do we, oh man, I I feel like
0: we've talked shit about Bow Wow in previous episodes.
1: I think, I think I brought up something about a plane and now I can't remember it because I forgot to look it up, but there was an incident involving Bow Wow in a private jet, like not even like an incident incident, but like it was funny and it went viral and we were all just <laughs> clowning on him collectively as, as an, as an internet. Um, yeah. and it was quite funny. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm quite indifferent to bow out. Wow, really. It really doesn't really yeah. have much impact on my
0: life. Um, at the moment. In some respects. He's such a non-character in this film. Yeah. Like, it was the exception of just being like,
1: he's the best Sean's
0: connection. Yeah. to Like to Han, to Han. To, and yeah. Even that I'll get into it. But I just don't, I don't understand it really. And also I'm confused why Sean even went to like this Japanese school and why it's not more of an international school. Because he's obviously hanging out with a lot of people who are international students. And then there's a couple of Japanese students that he hangs out with, but they tend to speak English okay. And I know a lot of people in Japan can speak English, but they're not as great at English, and I'm just confused why he's sent to this Japanese school and then how he learns Japanese so quick because <laughs> he starts speaking Maybe like he knew, proper sentences. Like, I don't know. His
1: dad's been over there, but also, um,
0: but he seemed pretty clueless at first. I don't know. Yeah,
1: he's, I yeah. mean, I don't know. I mean, white people always seem clueless <laughs> everywhere. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but um, no, I know a lot of people who, uh, one of my best friends just came back from Japan, um, went to school there. And he was kind of like, yeah, they like they can speak English, but they just prefer not to. Yeah. Which is a thing of like, they would rather speak their own language, which yeah. I completely get. Um, But I think like in terms of the school, because there was also like, yeah, that girl was referred to as an outsider. And I think that, I, I don't know, maybe it was an international school and the way they structured it was had to sort of integrate with the rest of. Because that's what I know, like, I know what Japanese schools look like. Like, that's, you know, that's, they all look like that. Like, I guess from what I have been exposed to in terms of, like, anime, I've read and manga and films, like, all the schools, at least in Tokyo, are like that. But, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know, it's quite interesting. But it tends
0: Um, to be, like, I read that, like, it, this sort of doesn't ring as true because they're military brats that a yeah. lot of military yeah, brats all, would have been all, on yeah, base yeah. at a international yeah. school at a school on, a base. on base yeah and also yeah they wouldn't have been able to drive as well because they're all like under 18 so yeah like they're definitely obviously i mean that could work they're doing it illegally most like everything they're doing is illegal i guess but uh yeah. But yeah, kids in Japan wouldn't be driving. You have to be like 18, and in order to get a car, anyway, if even if you're over 18, if you're still kind of young, I think you still need like an adult signature <laughs> to like yeah. even be able to get a car. So, uh, yeah, it's a lot of weird stuff, but yeah,
1: yeah, it's it might be that thing again. Also, like yeah, most of these kids are military rats. but then also most of these kids, I assume, are have enough access to that kind of stuff. Like they're of a certain socioeconomic. Yeah. to be able yeah. to have access to that kind of
0: stuff. But. Yeah, where is uh, all this fucking money coming from? Yeah, damn. <laughs> <laughs> where is the money coming from? Also, Sean meets Natalie Kelly, who plays mm. Neela. Yeah. It's Neela, his Gaijin that's right. soulmate. Yeah. Uh, Neela, that's right. When yeah. she comes in, everything gets, as I tweeted out when I was watching this, this film, especially when she goes drifting it was midnight club meets twilight. <laughs> mm. it, like it just emphasis got, on the twilight. Yeah, it got so twilight filling. Like just the way it was shot and everything. And I know this predates Twilight as well. So it was pretty nuts. Like, but the drift scene with her in the car and everything them it was talking just, like, and finishing the, yeah, each other's sentences was, and
1: concentrating uh, on the road still. I was like, girl, uh, you must uh, be a pro. Like
0: bring <laughs> her back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You need her on your crew dom. She can drift while she talks. Like, that's fucking crazy.
0: <laughs> her big uh, her big contribution, really, to this film, though, apart from just being like a girlfriend, is that she's dating Brian T, who plays Takashi, mm. who is DK, the Drifting. Yeah. yeah, so Brian T, he's known for like Chicago Med. Yeah. He's also, he was in Jurassic World. He played Oroku Saki, uh, or the Shredder in mm-hmm. TMNT Out of the Shadows which I've still not seen those films uh, I don't know if I want to but I like the Michael Bayland. I like yeah
1: I like Brian T you'll like him
0: uh, I don't think I'm gonna like him <laughs> no, you'll <laughs> do you'll
1: him. like them you'll like them like ironically
0: but like, I I like so the idea stupid. of him as Shredder because yeah yeah he's good he he's looks good. fucking badass in this film he yeah. looks like a fucking pro wrestler he's got such vibes to him I was just like damn man like actually most of the kids in the high school look like pro wrestlers that, like with their crazy <laughs> hairs and shit they all look like, like everyone looks like tanahashi or or something yeah it's really cool
1: dk was my favorite bit was with his uncle and they were like having a row and then after his uncle leaves he has like a single tear that he's <laughs> repressed throughout the whole yeah. argument i was like you yeah. don't understand what this means to me
0: yeah <laughs> like no, I, I love it
1: in my chest I like, like oh. I'm
0: I love I love Japan I uh it's funny enough this film didn't even though there's a lot in Japan did not make me go like oh I want to go to Japan and I, that's a problem because most mm-hmm. of the time when I see films set in Japan even if they do the really bad shit that they shouldn't do which Justin Lin didn't want them to do like show off like just stereotypes and stuff yeah which you could see and it's just like oh this is bad but they show certain films show a side to japan that make you go like man i want to go there really bad but i didn't really feel like that about this film it's funny like this film's weird like it's not bad but it's not very good um (laughs) it's
1: not not bad but it's (laughs) not very good it's it's a very i think americanized version of Tokyo that they show, like obviously like an Americanized yeah. palatable version of Japan that they needed to sell their car movies mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Um, which I think was the sort of like that compromise just in the, or like the, yeah. the fairness I think he was referring to <laughs> yeah. were like they, they were not, if they're not going to make the movie that the extent to which he wished, you know, like at least they had this, like, I don't yeah. know. But again, this was 2006.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm like a big, uh, I'm a big fan of Japan. I love Japanese mm. pro wrestling. I love that like, they are fucking serious about their baseball over there, which is sick. Yeah,
1: yeah, they are. It's like...
0: I love the culture. I love like certain animes. Like I've I'm, I'm never really been like huge into anime, but like I grew up loving like Dragon Ball and like mm-hmm. I was into Pokemon as a kid and Romno one half and like just... Other things from Rumiko Takahashi like uh Inuyasha and stuff. So I enjoyed watching those as a kid and reading some of the mangas. And I know the culture there. So when you're talking about his him and his uh uncle and that like there's a there's a lot of it in this film too, because his his yeah, friend, yeah. uh Brian's friend. Sorry, no, sorry, um I said Brian, Takashi, but Brian yeah. T, Takashi's friends.
1: Is it I think Leonardo Nam was one of them, right? Like he the Felix on Westworld, um, I think.
0: Yeah, was it Yeah, yeah, Leonardo Nam. Yeah, yeah that's it. I uh agree. it's Mori Morimoto.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh so when he races Sean and he and loses he screams in the car. And he just screams and I was just like Vibes, I, I like, like that I feel feels legit. so legit. Like yeah. just based off of what I know of, repressed like, Asian
1: emotion. honor mm.
0: it's it's the honor though. Like that's the thing. Yeah. You know, that whole thing with his uncle, just the honor just feeling like really upset by letting his uncle down like it's I don't know i it's weird it's it's a weird thing. I wish more uh countries around the world weren't so repressed in that sort of feeling of like that honor system and uh showing emotion when like wearing their heart on their sleeves and stuff. I think more people <laughs> need to do that like I like the fact that Japanese culture is willing to do that and like you know especially the men, but then again, they do have that sort of really like oh god like the fucking so he plays like he plays yakuza but he's not yakuza because he's the nephew of the yakuza boss boss,
1: yeah
0: and yeah so he has that machismo about him which is just it's so fucking toxic and (laughs) he hangs out with all these high schoolers i don't get it like there's so much of these grown-ass men hanging out with high schoolers in this film it's so strange because like takashi's not in school yeah But he has this weird thing with a quote-unquote job. Yeah.
1: Um, No, I was just about to kind of counter what you said earlier. Just like, I I don't know if it's like a, it, it is a rare show of emotion. But I think the thing that really got to me with that scene in particular was that I didn't feel that, oh, I let my uncle down, which I think is the first response. But I feel like deeper than that, it's like, oh, I'm so angry that this really, like, this is what's made me feel this way and made me react this way is because of how his relationship with his family has had to be. The same yeah. thing with how Nila's like, yeah, I was an outsider and they took me in, so I can't let them down. It's yeah. it's it's all a sort of, like, it, that. it's a really subtle uh, nuance. I don't know if it was intentional or not when Justin was directing any of these scenes wherein like, there's there's a really deep ingrained vicious cycle in a lot of the way I think a lot of Asian cultures respond to emotion wherein like I think it's really easy to write it off as oh I've disappointed you and I was like yeah obviously that's like the the surface emotion but then like underneath that it's really just like oh god like you like I can't believe this is how you're making me feel. I have my own, like, he's like I'm my own person. It's not, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's really, I don't know. I, I, I really like, um, Takashi's character. Cause I think he's yeah. one of those villains that are like, you could tell that he's very, he, he is sort of revered and respected, but at the same time, he also still feels like he needs to prove himself. Yeah. Which is that dichotomy that, yeah. with that weird roundabout way of me saying that, yeah, it's like the, the two, you know, sides of that coin sort of face in the same way. It's really just...
0: Yeah. I mean, to be honest, uh, which I I might have accidentally skipped over this. I think originally with Sean's character, uh, Justin Lin wanted to make his character Asian-American as well, but the studio was like... Basically, they were like, oh, there's no one bankable. Like, So there was a lot of back and forth and then they finally met Lucas Black and everyone was really excited for him, even Justin Lin. But Mm. I fucking wish they would have gone a different way and uh probably what he would have done originally so the uncle that we talked about it's who's the yakuza boss his his Mm -hmm. name is kamada and he's played by sunny chiba so get that out of the way first because sunny chiba is fucking amazing legendary Mm -hmm. martial artist uh actor who's appeared in just like the street fighter series like countless amazing films over in japan he plays hattori hanzo in uh, the Kill Bill series. So, yeah, great actor, legend. So it was cool seeing him pop up. But the person that screws them over, the reason why his uncle got upset because he realized there was some money um, missing that uh, Takashi didn't notice. it was Han. It was Han Lu. (laughs) My guy. Han Lu, Sung Kang, who was an associate of Takashi. They were both working under... Takashi's uncle securing profits for various business ventures. It's really weird. They don't really say what they do, but they're yakuza. So it's like whatever. Yeah, they were
1: like, let's give them obscure power. Yeah, roll with it.
0: You know, he begins to steal money for Takashi. But anyway, Mm -hmm. Han is super cool. So fucking cool. The best. Like, so him and Takashi. I wish it was more of that. I wish that Justin Lin got his way. Asian American actor. Uh, you get Han Lu playing that role because he's Korean American, I believe.
1: He is Korean.
0: Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's fucking so cool. Like he just looks cool. He's always eating those things. What is it? Like Hello Panda biscuits or something? What is he eating?
1: Oh my god, he's I love always, Hello Panda. He's, he's always, always eating something. I never pay attention. Later on in the series, he eats chips. Like he'll eat whatever. Like that's yeah. a thing. Like Han always is always on the go.
0: I'm that's why I, he I'm curious to, to see if he continues to eat like this though later because he, he does. eats the way like <laughs> like it's. It's not practical and it's not any way that anyone ever eats because most people, when they eat like snacky bits, take quite a few in their hand and just shove it in their face. No one eats it like it's cool as him. One by one looks cool as shit with his like his forefinger and his thumb just going "Eh," right on his tongue. Fucking G. He's
1: like, he's like one of those, I think, which I really. Again, we'll get angry as we continue throughout the series, where a lot of these really cool characters get retconned um, <laughs> later on in the series <laughs> to fit to fit some, you know, like criminal squad heist archetype. Yeah, but Han here, which I forgot because I hadn't seen this film such a long time. He like, like he does fuck over DK.
0: Yeah, like he and does, he doesn't like, care. It's great. He doesn't
1: <laughs> care. He made a choice. He is like, he is the Dominic Toretto of this film
0: yeah yeah like he he's the cooler
1: (laughs) he's cooler cooler. definitely cooler he's He's the mentor he's the mentor he's the big bad he's the if you have a problem you go to han but he's also everybody's best friend like he's also like he always even though like uh yeah takashi would would come at him and yell or come at him and you know take a swing han would still be like hey man like hey brother hey brother yeah he's like yeah Yeah, he's so cool yeah he doesn't give a shit but he also cares (laughs) so much and i think that's why everybody loves him
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's weird like i obviously just didn't remember his character much i didn't Mm -hmm. remember this film much i think at the time it didn't even sink in because it's just like "Oh, oh great another fast and furious film and it's like not set with the original characters it's in japan it's just so different it just feels different and i think That's how everyone was about this film when it came out. But now it's funny because Han is just like the one character in this film that obviously is badass. And he's like an important part of the series, very integral to the rest of the series. And funny enough, Sung Kang, who plays Han, was previously working with Justin Lin in this film called Better Luck Tomorrow. So Better Luck Tomorrow. You said you didn't know about this, right? Mm -hmm.
1: No, right. like I don't think I've seen it, but I know who's in it. Yeah. Like I've heard of it.
0: I'm gonna blow your mind a little bit, hopefully, mm-hmm. if you don't know about this. So, Better Luck Tomorrow is about Asian Americans overachieving. I think they're in California.
1: Welcome to my life. Uh-
0: <laughs> 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 and they become bored with their lives and they enter into a world of petty crime and material excess. But it also features Song Kang playing a character named Han Lu.
1: Oh my god, it exists in the same
0: universe. Better luck tomorrow was subsequently recognized as Han's origin story retroactively, making it a part of the Fast and Furious continuity, because Justin Lin and Sung Kang have said that that is Han.
1: Or that's his origin
0: story. It doesn't officially appear as part of an installment in the franchise, but it is Mm -hmm. part of the continuity. So I'm gonna ask you this, Ariane, before we talk about Fast and Furious let's cover better luck tomorrow get a han okay. origin story do you want to do that
1: let's do that so
0: Sorry. did you not know that did you not know about han's origin story at all
1: i did not i did not i feel like
0: if you're a big fast and furious fan you need to like
1: i should have but you should know I, this you
0: should should get this in your veins but
1: also <laughs> i can always do it later because that's what these series like the series encourages you to do just, keep, yeah. like, just do it later and make it up as you go along.
0: Have you watched uh Spy Racers yet?
1: Yes, of course I've seen Spy Racers. Like Spy Racers is like, it's made for my generation. Okay. Like it's not me, my target age group, but it's, you know, it's for the zoomers. Okay.
0: Are we going <laughs> to um do an episode on Spy Racers?
1: I really hope so.
0: Yeah, let's do it. All right. So we're yeah. going to add into our, our continuity now of our series. It might not be a installment in the franchise, but it is mm-hmm. in our series. So we're going to watch Better Luck tomorrow. We are. And then we're going to do Fast and Furious. And then we're also going to talk about, bef- you know, in the Fast and Furious episode, I think we've got to watch this short film.
1: Oh, Los Bandoleros?
0: Yeah. Because there I was really a short like film before the uh, Too Fast, Too Furious that I didn't know about. Yeah. But it was only six minutes. And it, I watched a bit of it and it looked a bit weird. It didn't really seem to matter. It was but so Los weird. But I, liked it. I think we need to watch. And we need to tack that on to Fast and Furious. But I do want to talk about better luck tomorrow because I really like Han and I want to see his origins Mm -hmm. um, because he's just going to be a big part for the rest of the series. But Han dies in this film. Yeah. At the end. uh, By
1: I know who killed him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately I do too, which is annoying. Um, Yeah, so Han is driving... Away from Brian T. Takashi, mm-hmm. who Drift King DK, whatever you want to call him, who he's shoots, him. he's shooting at Han, chasing yeah. him, and I don't know why. You know, fucking Sean is there as well. It, it, I don't know. It, it doesn't. It seems like he wants to kill Han, but there's this crazy fucking speeding through Tokyo.
1: Yeah, because they're like trying to block the other from from getting from. They're trying to block DK from. Getting to the other car into the other yeah. person. Like they keep trying to save each other and then ultimately Han in the midst of saving Sean uh dies, which is horrible.
0: Yeah, drifts out, gets flipped over you know, yeah, by
1: that. a mysterious grace. By a mysterious
0: <laughs> car who will find out later who later, killed like Han. like
1: in twenty fifteen later. Yeah.
0: But did he kill but Han? Did he? But did yeah. he? Did Han but die? I don't know.
1: No. <laughs> Apparently not. Um so what was the point of the last three movies? <laughs> she says.
0: We'll get to that yeah, when we get fun. to Fast and Furious. Yeah. Hans Friends also that just a couple more people to attack on. There's Jason mm-hmm. Tobin who plays Earl Hu, and mm-hmm. then there's Kiko Kitagawa, who plays Reiko. They're just kind of extra people that are there. They're at the high yeah. school. But again, why is why are all these adults hanging out with these these kids in high school I don't know this film's got a bit of a problem it's a bit weird because especially in the time that we're in with these like grown ass men sort of grooming young women and stuff Uh, and and little basically girls in high school and stuff it's it was weird to watch because like in 2006 it's like it seems like that's susceptible you know it's strange I know it's like different cultures I I don't know it's strange because like the whole thing with like Neela being in high school and she's also was taken in by Takashi's family, but then they're like dating, but she's still in school and he's like obviously an adult. It's I don't know, it's weird, and yeah, the whole thing's strange.
1: It's it's that thing of, um, yeah, I don't. It's I don't know. It's like they're adults playing teenagers, which is why a lot of films like this can get away with what they do, including like the hypersexualization of teenage girls, which is fucking disgusting. But weird. it's that, again, like, I don't know how old Takashi is, but I don't think he's the same age as Han. And I think Han's like the yeah. oldest.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah but definitely. yeah, no,
1: I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And why is Han hanging out with a bunch of high school kids? Because again, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's that whole it's thing. It's like, these are people with connections to the underground illegal world And they yeah. got to hang out at some point and know each other in some way. Oh, so,
0: I'm just going to assume that,
1: yeah,
0: that I don't know. Maybe Hunt's not as cool as we all think he is because he's yeah, like,
1: he's not. He's not. He fucking screwed over, like, yeah, Tekashi. he's screwing
0: over everybody. He's hanging out with kids who he is letting do dirty work for him, basically. Yeah. Like, why does he give Sean his car? Like, to A judge of race character. in that first, that, that whole first speech, race, John. I, it doesn't make he sense had that though. Whole like, I don't care how much money you have. In how little you care about possessions and stuff because you're just kind of like, you just don't give a shit. He doesn't know this kid at all. This is the very first time he's laid eyes on him. And just because he's like got a big mouth. I know plenty of big mouth white boys from down south who like to talk shit, who I would not give my keys to uh, to go drift in some fucking race. And they don't even know how to drift. So I don't know. It's weird, <laughs> but
1: he maybe he he definitely was like, "Oh yeah, I see, I see something special in you." And I was like, "Don't do the magical Asian yeah, man thing, sir, please don't." Please. <laughs> but also, like, yeah, like we wouldn't we wouldn't have gotten to the rest of the story if Sean yeah. hadn't wrecked that car, and if Sean hadn't yeah. been like, "Please teach me to drift, sir."
0: You're gonna teach me to drift.
1: <laughs> to drift. Um, he, like this whole film is like a. It's a rehash, obviously, of the first film's formula yeah. where you get the outsider it, trying to get involved with this massive group of street racers. Yeah. But not in a, oh, I'm a, I'm a cover cop" kind of way. Like, they try to sort of open it up to, man, these are young kids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but at the same time, that formula, like, it, 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 it doesn't, sit right obviously with us as as is why we're discussing it it's it's why it critically didn't you know yeah, hit as hard as the other films <laughs> most of it um, doesn't make
0: sense <laughs> it doesn't make sense
1: but it, it, again it's that whole thing of like I think Justin Lin and Chris Morgan and the studio especially at Universal they all like had their issues and compromises and the result is shit not making sense yeah <laughs> because that's like that's again the whole reason why the sequels are in the order that they're in it's like oh, great this is what we got so now we got to do it
0: and yeah it's yeah it's <laughs> we have the big race at the end Hans dead and then you have sorry uh Sunny Chiba uh Kamada yeah. basically who sort of holds ransom uh Nila it's it's weird. I don't know that like that really? whole thing didn't even make sense. But anyway, it's he's sort of like holding he's him. Like, at, come with at, ransom. Yeah, and they have the big race for her basically, and for their freedom to go. Of course, he wins because yeah, we least can't ever get a really cool movie where the hero just fucking doesn't win. That'd be really sick for change, especially if it's Sean. <laughs> yeah, Sean needs
1: to be put in his <laughs> damn place. That's yeah. why he went out to Tokyo.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, Oh God, I don't know. They they just did these montages. It's like, oh, it's so funny. Like the montage of him learning to drift, the montages of them restoring the Mustang at the end is just so fucking funny.
1: He, he wins. He wins the race and and
0: Happy Could have died. Yeah, literally, yeah. like. Seriously, so, that was, like he he flips off car that cl- his car flips off yeah. that cliff basically and just lands and then like uh, fucking Sean has to like drift around him basically and then just like pulls in and everyone's like yeah and I'm like what about this fucking young man who almost dies in his car is anyone going to check on him they're too busy looking at their flip phones yeah uh, they're
1: too busy watching him from his <laughs> flip your flip
0: phones.
1: Um, which, again, the logistics, I will never know.
0: Yeah. And then we magically, you know, show the ends. And it's just like, Sean is Drift King now. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he gets fucking challenged by a mystery racer who says he knows Han. He's like, shows not up.
1: tonight, Twinkie.
0: Fucking Vin Diesel, it's Dominic Toretto. Dominic
1: Toretto. Of course, it's Dominic Toretto. Tie it all together. <laughs> He said he knew how. Huh?
0: <laughs> Following poor test screenings of the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, Vin Diesel agreed to make this cameo appearance in the film in exchange for Universal's ownership rights to the Riddick series and character in lieu of financial That's payment. Baller. <laughs> so that is he's making that scrilla. Yeah, fucking Vin Diesel. Really, it's really funny, Vin Diesel. I don't know his. he's such a like a weird weird person in general like I know we talked about this a little bit in the first film but I just Mm -hmm. like I just don't I still don't understand
1: Dominic Toretto
0: yeah Dominic Toretto or just Vin Diesel
1: I don't think Vin Diesel is meant to be understood
0: like I don't get his (laughs) popularity in the world like because I feel like maybe he's not that popular hence why they bring the rock but then at the same time he is is very popular I don't get it I don't know he's a weird guy He's just He's, I just I don't get yeah.
1: him. He's getting weirder <laughs> because like Oh man. Man. Oh, he used to be so cool, man. <laughs> what happened?
0: What happened? He
1: was the oh, fucking Iron Giant, man. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah.
1: My brother and I were talking about this earlier where I think Dominic Toretto now has become a sort of like parody of himself the same way Vin Diesel has like he's yeah. become sort of like the myth that he is. Oh my God, it's his birthday today! I is it? completely forgot. Yeah, yeah, because Vin Diesel into astrology, Diesel. and I remember he was talking about it on Kimmel, and he was like, "Oh, it's like I know my whole birth chart. He's a Cancer. It's his birthday today." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, happy yeah, birthday no, to Vin Diesel on July
0: eighteenth. De- this might not go out on July eighteenth, yeah, but, but yeah. this
1: is his birthday when recording. Yeah, it. But, um, yeah, no, like <laughs> Dom initially is this. Again, which is the same thing that happens to Han later on in the series, where he was this incredibly sort of dangerous and respected individual. Like yeah. clearly, he's a criminal. Like, clearly, you don't want to fuck with him. But then afterwards, he just gets so watered down to the point that he's just he just becomes the the sort of um, patriarchal figure of the family. But I don't think yeah. like Han got a chance to do that because like he got retconned into sort of yeah, I'm the cool one. um, the cool kind of low key one yeah but Han and like I think the dynamics between all the guys in this film is really interesting because it's a huge like I don't want to show my affection for you however I will in a really fucked up way like Han I feel so betrayed by you I'm gonna fucking shoot you (laughs) (laughs) you could tell he was about to cry you could tell he's like you're my friend but (laughs) no it's like <laughs> gunning your head god um yeah. toxic
0: masculinity there mm, it's on display
1: maybe but maybe the newer fast like furious films are less like yeah <laughs> they're all about the family and the feeling
0: yeah it, it becomes that becomes a parody in itself just la familia
1: yeah salute
0: <laughs> but i yeah we'll get more into this vin diesel Han thing in future episodes because they're friends, everybody. And uh, I don't know where else this is going to lead except for that they're friends and they're pulling jobs and stuff. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, we'll find out. I do know a couple of things that got spoiled, unfortunately, but it's hard to do research without these things getting spoiled. Mm -hmm. Anyway, in the original script for this film, though, Sean was supposed to win that big race at the end by kicking in a hidden nitrous tank. And blowing past.
1: I was like, there's something wrong with this film. Yeah. There's no. There's not enough Nas.
0: (laughs) There's one Nas blast off. There's
1: one Nas blast. Not enough.
0: And that's when there's street racing and like like that random car that just blows past and Han lets Sean drive and he kicks in the Nas and then he just blows so fast that like yeah, he saw the cops and he was like, oh shit. And then like they just ignore him because they go too fast. What a really hilarious thing. Also how uh, I need to stop talking about like technicalities on this because apparently it's impossible to even fathom in Tokyo racing around like, like this that? because yeah. there is so much traffic. <laughs> okay, whatever. So
1: many pedestrians. <laughs> yeah,
0: even to the point in that fucking scene where Han dies, they're just drifting through that. Like, I
1: love it when they're just like beep 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 beep. Uh-
0: <laughs> how did no one get fucking killed? It Dude, makes how did no nobody sense
1: how can you be speeding down shibuya and just like not killing yeah.
0: him yeah see that's the thing about this film cuz the end credits you can tell it's post 2005 i feel like 2005 was the point where everything got too fucking much and then people like, He's
1: like please don't try this at it. home
0: yeah it had yeah. a please don't try this at home fucking tag at the end or, like yeah. the the
1: professionals did this this was all computer generated yeah
0: yeah don't do this don't do this out in the streets. Mm-hmm. I think 2005 I, I swear, cause it happened in wrestling as well. It was it's like it was the point where the darkest of dark, dumbass, push the boundary shit was happening.
1: Yeah. Like that's where people just like, like Whoa. started like getting to the hospital on their deathbeds and some people died and it was yeah. yeah.
0: Post jackass culture as well. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I was just about to say like we, the prank culture yeah. is really <laughs> yeah but at the same time like I really want to learn how to drift I um, don't know if I'm ever gonna but yeah there's a massive empty parking lot in my town and when that opens back up I'm gonna have my mom teach me how to do it because she told me as we were watching this uh, I watched it with my, mom, my brother that she used to with her older brother intimidate other kids from her school that weren't being too nice to her um, in like this east parking lot uh, in this massive mall in like Jakarta in the eighties, and she used to do donuts around, the, nice, <laughs> just to piss them off. And I was like, "You're so cool. How co- how come you don't drive like this anymore, mom?" <laughs> 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 um, yeah,
0: that's funny. My, my
1: mom, yeah, my mom used to drag race. To sh- I was like, "I want to do that now. Like, I would like to be that person now, please."
0: <laughs> be safe, Harry. Be safe. Do not yeah. oh. do not pull a Brian O'Connor in real life. No. You know. No. No. But yeah, I don't know. This drifting is funny though because the thing about the nitrous tank so wanting wanting to use that makes like no sense. Justin Lin was just like, you can't do that because drifting the physics does, makes no sense. It, yeah. it it doesn't work to have nitrous. It's not about going faster. Because drifting's breaking. weird. It's about like drifting actually slows the car down to go yeah. around corners and stuff. But yeah. it's not it's not entirely practical. I think for it's more of like a show and it's, yeah, it's cool, a visual
1: thing it's not but, like a technique you would do yeah. to like it, i mean obviously yeah to get around the corner but like you wouldn't do it every day
0: yeah and you would the time why you know? like in places like america and europe and stuff where fast racing like formula one or uh nascar and stuff has drifting
1: is, like frowned upon
0: yeah there's no drifting because yeah. it's not practical <laughs> like it's not practical yeah. In Japan, it's huge, and in particular, in, and actually in Europe as well, in certain areas, because there's notable drifting personalities in this film, like the actual Drift King himself, uh, Kiichi Tsuchiya, mm-hmm. who actually did a lot of stunts for Sean. Stunt he did a lot of the uh, yeah, like when Sean's practicing and uh, pro- all this stuff, it was mostly Kiichi doing these. Uh, he also plays the man fishing when Sean is yeah. practicing drifting. And it was like
1: you call that drifting.
0: Yeah. And then when he gets better at the end of the montage, he's just like Not bad. good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like- that's funny. But uh yeah. also you have uh Reese Millen and his father Rod Millen, who are like big time drift drifters. And then you have mm-hmm. Samuel Hubinett, who also they were all like consultants and employed to do stunts and stuff. So yeah, this film didn't have a Brian O'Connor, you know, doing his own stunts sort of thing. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's drifting's it fucking hard. Drifting,
1: you know? it looks hard. And it's the yeah. whole thing of, like, you could, you have a better chance of surviving in a manual car because, you know, you could play around with your gears and mm-hmm. stuff, but in, like, an automatic car, you just have to keep using the handbrake, and that's not practical at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely.
1: But they seem to be having a great time just going i'm having a conversation <laughs> and we're finishing each other sentences whip 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 i was yeah. like go girl
0: that seems so scary I was yeah like, that's just seems doing? so scary stop but that's talking just like i was so just like cool. i can't i can't even isn't drive, that still like...
1: the coolest shit though like i think visually <laughs> the thing that loses out with the rest of the franchise i think is they like the car stunts don't look as cool anymore like yeah sure they're big and they're grand but they don't Look like this anymore? They don't yeah. look like the way the first two films, the first three films, rather looked. Like, they were so yeah, cool. so yeah.
0: Cool. Well, the movie was shot primarily on location in Tokyo, which mm-hmm. is funny because Tokyo doesn't grant filming permits. Yeah. So, for many of the shots, including ones where like Lucas Black is wandering around like the Shibuya crossing and stuff, they basically shot with a very minimal crew. And they sh- just shot black amongst real pedestrians and they would shoot until the police shut production down. And apparently mm-hmm. the police are pretty lax and stuff like, yeah. even though they will shut people down and they may arrest you because it's illegal to be doing this, they take a long time to do it. Like it'd be like 10 minutes. So you yeah. like you just have time to like probably get some good shots in. But even funnier to make sure that like Justin Lin wouldn't get into trouble or thrown into jail. They oh, I read or didn't have like production halted. They had like
1: yeah, like a, a production guy, right?
0: manager. Yeah, be a fall guy. He was tricking police by telling them that he was the director, and he would go to <laughs> he would get arrested awesome. and not Lynn. That's amazing. It's like awesome. you're fucking crazy. Oh, uh,
1: that's hilarious.
0: Some of the film though was actually shot in Los Angeles, and it is mm-hmm. noticeable at the times. There's a few goofs. I mm-hmm. think like where you can see like California license plates. You can see like. Areas like where there's like an overpass is definitely like something yeah, that people know American. from L.A. Yeah. Uh, I think even like when he when uh, Sean's in like the underground or something like that. Like, yeah, uh, when they go into
1: the train. Yeah, that's like yeah, yeah. that's
0: L.A. <laughs> but over a hundred cars were destroyed or wrecked during the filming of this film. Wow. A lot of cars were being like donated by different companies that wanted their cars on showcase. They had some cars that were like. Incredibly expensive, like just hundreds of thousands of dollars that they bought for like cheap somehow. I think just by kind of getting them on display, but it's insane. Anyway, soundtrack, let's get to it. Yeah. All right, so Brian Tyler composed the score for this film. Mm-hmm. Again, another name that becomes synonymous with the series, because yeah. he's like done most of the film since. Yeah, so he partnered with Pharrell Williams and Dr. Dre to create the film's original soundtrack as well. So I actually think the the score is actually pretty cool for this film. I feel like it's the a score step is up. Sick. Yeah, like the score is sick. There's a lot more. Thought. It sounds really cool. Like it just feels. Different and then also the music's so much more varied again this time. Like, there's it's not just all rap, and also there's no bow wow song, which is amazing. So great. like you don't have just some dumbass rapper show up and just take over in song, the film yeah. and then do all these songs. Like, yeah, yeah it's interesting, but, but. Like,
1: dude. Tokyo Drift but the teriyaki boys.
0: Teriyaki it's boys. Just, <laughs> it's so great. You don't know. It's so funny.
1: The level of iconography. One. just the, When that beat boys. starts, when that beat <laughs> comes in, <laughs> like both at the beginning at the end, and you're kind of just like, oh
0: my god. <laughs> Yeah. I was
1: like, this film doesn't deserve this. <laughs> it's so good.
0: Yeah.
1: You got people like most of def- on Yeah. It- fucking Slash is on it. Like, it's yeah, yeah, Far East movement, a name I haven't heard in years. Um, but I adore it. Yeah,
0: Brian Tyler actually did that song with Slash, which is pretty hilarious. So- and then yeah, DJ Shadow and Most Death like have that song Six Days where the film yeah. kicks off with it's really cool. Yeah, like, uh, and know. I was like, oh yeah, I can dig Most Death. like he's yeah. one of my favorite.
1: Free like a G Six Far East Movement like yeah, <laughs> it's huge for
0: me, man. And then you have the five, six, seven, eights. Mm. legendary japanese all-girl yeah. garage rock band playing the barracuda which is so Very sick they're good. like if you don't know them they appeared in kill bill as well yeah. um so they're they're legends they're fucking awesome uh the prodigy had a song in this film as well there's a nerd song that's the Darrell yeah. williams yeah. sort of
1: is the nerd connection NRD? Cause I, thought they were in NRD. I don't
0: I know. Know. I I always call see them,
1: nerd, them a couple years ago but it was really great I mean, it well, is with period, right. so
0: it is in E-R-D, yeah. but I always just call him nerd because, you know, <laughs> it yeah. spells nerd. Yeah. <laughs> and then, all right, so every white boy needs a song and
1: <sighs> every white this boy didn't
0: needs appear to be on the fucking soundtrack, but it, it's in the film. It's Kid Rock's Boba to Bob. I was course. like, why is this? It's of in the course. very first race. It it's just That's like, oh, like, for fuck's sake it encapsulates
1: this film perfectly because you have all this great shit and then a Kid Rock song gets yeah
0: Yeah. which is like like, it's just like fuck you fucked it you fucked the soundtrack
1: it's like we fucked it we fucked it (laughs) but
0: but then there is Jules Santana there it go the whistle Mm -hmm. song when that came on I was just like oh my god I forgot about this song I Mm -hmm. used to hear Kid's who were very privileged driving around in their very, very expensive cars in my neighborhood when I was... Because I lived in this funny neighborhood when I was in high school where it was like kind of like middle class to upper middle class so there was a couple of areas of it that were like just middle classes basically where i was and then there was houses that were like gigantic in the same neighborhoods that were like rich as fuck and these kids like their parents just bought them these insane cars and they'd just be driving with their subwoofers and just here. like and then whew. And I was just like, what is this fucking song? And then I saw this movie and I was just like, oh, I was like, that's that yeah. song. <laughs> so seeing it again and hearing it is just like, oh, fuck, that was such a time. Because I relate all these films to like stupid shit. I saw kids that I knew in high school doing with their expensive cars, like just driving around being assholes in my hometown. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's if anything, this series has created a lot of asshole White kids in America,
1: <laughs> and a lot of asshole brown kids like me.
0: Um, yeah. So th- this film would go on to make 159 million worldwide on an 85 million dollar budget. It's very fucking bad. expensive for, for a flop a, for a young <laughs> a young boy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's the lowest performance of the entire franchise. Ooh. So by it made a lot of money, but by terms of the rest of the franchise, it's uh, it is a flop. Yeah. I, I'm i surprised, though. I mean, they must have really liked Justin Lin because mm. he, he like, kept a job. Like, he kept going. I don't know. It's like maybe they were just like, oh, if we bring back the stars, then people will come back. I don't know.
1: But also, if you give how him they the man this out. who's established later on a great career, if you give him what he wants, he can make a good movie.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. It's weird. We'll get into it. I guess we'll figure out. Hopefully, yeah. maybe, like... Because I know how Hollywood is. They're just like, "Oh, you didn't make a, as much money as we made last time. So fuck you. We're not giving you a job again."
1: And they were like, "We saw Community. We love you. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. saw the hype." <laughs> yeah,
0: but he gets a lot of work. But yeah, this was released in Japan as Wild Speed Three.
1: Yeah, yeah, Sky. Yeah, what was it? What a Sky great name. Something? Oh no, that's the that's the seventh one. It was like Wild Speed Sky Racers or something.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jeez. What does that even mean?
1: <laughs> I there... don't know. But uh, when you get there, you find out.
0: Uh, uh, I've seen clips of like Tyrese being flown off oh, in a car. We get, oh, man.
1: I, I, I rewatched. I I that's like, my comfort film. Furious, Furious 6 and Furious 7 are my two. Like, if I need to <laughs> knit and I don't want to think, I will put that on. And I might do yeah. that tonight. Because I hadn't seen um, Fast 6 since like I came home.
0: I think. It's going to be a while before we get to there, anyway. I guess. Yeah. Especially if I add in an extra movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I, I like, I like, but like Fast Six, uh, Furious Six, Justin Lin did, and I think it was really great. And it was yeah. like Chris Morgan wrote it as well, so I think they can be salvaged once the studio yeah. was like, oh, actually, we need to give them more money.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so initially, this film was panned by everyone. Most critics like a lot of the reviews I was reading at the top. Found it pretty preposterous, and a lot of people hate it. Lucas Black, which mm-hmm. we've kind of established that we're not really fans of. I like him in Sling Blade, but I, you know, he was a little kid. He's not, I don't know, he's just not a good actor.
1: Or maybe he's just not right for this world. Yeah, you he's know? not like, right for this There's a difference between bad acting in a Fast and Furious film and bad acting in general.
0: Yeah. Because I mean, he's usually, good as Sling yeah. Blade as a kid, and he's good mm-hmm. in other films, but yeah, he's just bad in this. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work. I don't know. Uh, But fans of the series did like the introduction of Han, and they also appreciated Justin Lin's direction. So, I mean, now it's either finding itself, like, on the bottom of fans' lists as their, like, least favorite or sometimes closer to the top even being the favorite because, like with Too Fast, Too Furious, it seems that fans are coming around to this one because it's, like, simply about the cars. Yeah. it's uh before everything got superhero super action-based superhero heist franchise bullshit like so yeah i don't know where do you sit this we're oh. talking about one two three so far oh just, just one yet. two three I, mean, I think it's yeah, yeah. i Is think it, still it might be one, two
1: three? i think it for me it's still one two three like i love too fast too furious yeah but the first one, if you compare it to these two, like the first one's the one. Like it's, yeah. it has everything yeah. and it all works, you know?
0: We're going to keep this going as we go. Yeah. I'm struggling though, because.
1: <sighs> four might change your mind because sometimes I just remembered four. Um, Cause I had seen it recently, that I might actually like three better than four.
0: Oh, okay. But I, I'm confused what to feel about this one. Mm-hmm. I don't one definitely is one yeah but i don't know like as bad as some of this shit is in this i didn't find myself completely like unsure of what was even going on at times like i zoned out remember we were talking about too fast too furious like we were yeah. completely on we were like yeah, yeah, what yeah. is what is carter veron like what does he do
1: yeah what is does he it, do like, i think this has that same thing of like Okay, obscure, powerful person. Okay, plot that yeah. doesn't really make sense. So you gotta. Who cares? you gotta just yeah. room, to solve your problems. Yeah. Maybe that's how we end violence. Um, yeah. No. But,
0: but there's certain elements of this that I like, Han a lot. I like, mm. the, I don't know, the drifting is kind of fun. It's the absurd. So
1: cool. The cars, I think, are much cooler. The cars are way cooler in this one.
0: I'm gonna leave, like, two and three like in the same, on the same level now okay. and then i'll reevaluate as we go along because i want to see because i'm intrigued because i like han a lot and i'm intrigued of where they're going to mm-hmm. go with it uh, and how much more bonkers it's going to get so we'll see we'll rest on that
1: <laughs> i think what they lose in sort of that initial sort of car worship in the first three films they gain back in story like they yeah at least not in you know it, in the context of a Fast and Furious film, like it's a bit more coherent later on. At least you can still sort Mm -hmm. of, it's still a bit obscure. There's still like, you know, ominous powers that be, but I think you can keep track of everyone a lot better. Yeah. Um, But like, yeah, no, I think this film suffers the same problem too. Fast and Furious had, wherein I have no idea what these people are here for. What are you doing? Why are (laughs) you doing this? Is it it just to look cool? Is it for the girl? Yeah. Yeah why is yeah. it for the girl <laughs> I was
0: I was very much that way as well that was the one part where I was slightly dipping mm. was just like I mean because even Nila herself it took me a second to even realize that her name was Nila yeah and then also I was just like what is Takashi doing and what is Han doing like what are they actually doing? Like what is going on? What <laughs> but is going on? It wasn't as confusing as like Carter Varone, who I I had to like, <laughs> to Google, I was oh just you're like,
1: a drug dealer? I think the yo, you dude in suits. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> I thought you were yeah. just a well-dressed
0: douchebag. <laughs> yeah. I mean you kinda get the point that Han and they, they say Yakuza and you're like, okay cool that, that's it that's it yeah, that
1: has more power cool. than like yeah we didn't want to say drug dealer yeah. uh, <laughs> no, like, that, that was the implication in uh, the second film yeah um but yeah
0: that is tokyo drift yeah. overall it's yeah. it's okay it's not it's as bad as I, I remember it but it's not great still pretty
1: bad <laughs> it's,
0: yeah it's not great lucas black is forgettable han saves the day sung king is cool King is incredible. We'll see what happens. I'm excited. I'm ready to go forward into uncharted territory.
1: Like I would like in Tokyo Drift to the cutscenes in racing games.
0: Yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, there's not enough NAS. There's not enough not
1: enough NAS.
0: There's not enough actual. Actually, like there's just not enough. Just being in the cars and doing fun missions and yeah, racing and all that sort of much stuff. Much talking yeah
1: too much attention on the white guy uh yeah
0: it's too much high school drama too much exactly i've talked myself into it it's number three it is it's last on the list (laughs) because that's what i wrote down you want to see my where's my notepad at i have a like i've been taking notes recently when i've been doing these like Mm -hmm. things and this is this is what i wrote Starts out horribly because it's at high school and everyone hates high schoolers. <laughs> Brad from Home Improvement, everyone looks thirty. I only race for pink slips. Kid <laughs> Rock, <laughs> worst acting so far. Old lady eating ramen because I love that. That she was great. She's great. Uh, Bow Wow because <laughs> I forgot Bow Wow was in it. Uh, best car his whole car uh, for when you blow your wad. Man, I forgot about that. Do you remember or that like you blow your wand, man? <laughs> he throws him he pulls up into this fucking garage where everyone they're about to drift for the first time, and there's yeah. all the people around, and there's all the like over-sexualized young uh Japanese women, and Bow Wow throws him a box of tissues and just yes, like for when you, you blow, blow your wad. Uh gross. I said it feels like so a Disney good. Channel movie.
1: It is a Disney Channel original film.
0: 42 minutes in until you get your first Nas. that's horrible no yeah. neon and then there's the montage res- restoring the Mustang and that's kind of where I was just like I I, I can wing the rest you're of it. you're yeah <laughs> i was about yeah. to bring up
1: how you said Jesus. earlier it's a lot like twilight in the sense that it feels like it feels yeah. like you know they're trying to put this racing franchise into they're trying to make it appealing for the teenagers they're trying to make it appealing to the YA crowd yeah
0: it's,
1: it, to some extent you know it's it does have a big yeah. Disney Channel original movie vibe going for it. Now that you think yeah, about it, yeah, it it's does. Like you have this hero that needs to redeem himself, and they have several squad montages yeah. when they're running into the garage. And oh my god, they took all the cars, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they
0: just
1: like scuttle around on their flip phone.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's it reminds me of like things like motocross, yeah, 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 yeah. and for like. Sure. You know, like where the girl has to pretend to be her brother and she's like motocross racing. It just feels like that. Like it's just like there's these typical I mean, I know it's it's like typical writing a story. There's like you know, your intros, your like Mm. ups, and then your lowest low. I mean, you have those points and I get it, but it's just like it felt like a fucking Disney Channel movie, like everything about it. And again, maybe that's because it's, like I said, I don't know. There's a theory here in my head when I base it off of things I like, like wrestling and music and just, I don't know, culture, pop culture in general. 2005, fucking yeah. wild. After that, 2006 hits, things start getting fucking cleaned in the 2007,
1: up. 2007, life peaked. Um,
0: <laughs> John Cena? We started John Cena, not seeing fucking him. <laughs> coming in. Superman, clean yeah. as a whistle squeaky clean man nothing bad happened in wrestling like they wouldn't allow it it got so bad that people like wanted the attitude era to come back and i'm just like i get it it was popular but it was also yeah. vile as fuck you don't yeah. want that to come back because it's horrible and
1: then yeah and then <laughs> the year after we get the b movie and society is restored
0: yeah 2007 the year that saved everything yeah, i've really it's the greatest film yeah year.
1: film year i really wish they sort of made Tokyo drift a lot more like initial d like I don't know if you ever got into that. Yeah. Like that's No, shit I know I know what you're talking sad. about.
0: Yeah. Like that was very much um influenced by uh the actual drift king yeah. Tsuchiba, who whose car appears in this film actually mm. as well. I think I think it might be in the final race, but his car is like in the corner at some point when they're just drifting around. Uh but yeah, he he's like his car was like in initial d that like the main char- yeah, yeah. character of initial d, d drew drove the same type of car so yeah i mean lots of influence but i i i've only seen a bit of that and i'm only vaguely aware of what goes on in that but i get what you're saying like it would be way cooler It'd be way cooler. yeah Cause that's
1: about the racing it's about like yeah it's it's really it's about the racing not in the way where it's you know, where in the way this film is about racing, like using racing as like a let's settle our score. I mean, which it sort of does yeah. in like initial D, but they're all racers like that's part of their identity. Well, this sort of feels like racing is an after school. Yeah, it's, the, you know, like, it's, it's an afterthought.
0: It's an afterthought. You know? afterthought yeah, you know? exactly. It needs yeah. more racing. Yeah. So yeah, needs that's more speed. That is a big um. part because as <laughs> cool. as cool as the drifting is. Maybe there's only so much of it. There's not enough Nas, and even so, I would have been down to see more drifts. Mm. I feel like even if Sean like had sort of pissed off Takashi's crew, yeah, and he he gets to race his like number two, I don't, I still don't think he would get to do that immediately. It's like this whole thing where he's not proven himself yeah. at all. He gets to race Drift King. First race in, he doesn't know what he's doing. Whatever, cool. You you want to go that train of thought? Han gives him a fucking car to do it. Whatever, we're doing it. But then you're just like, immediately he's just getting to race these really awesome racers. And then he beats Drift King in some...
1: By some thing, miracle. And then, he's,
0: and then he's called Drift King? It's
1: not... <laughs> like, what? It's like you had every vehicle, literally vehicle, you, have, you had every vehicle and every opportunity to sort of show structurally his progression as a racer
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> as a drifter but you didn't because you wanted the white boy to win he it doesn't feel yeah. like he earned it and i think this film
0: is white privilege
1: <laughs> also this film this film just does revolve around this person not earning anything like you didn't yeah you, did, definitely. you haven't earned this respect you haven't earned your skill you haven't earned your right to this friendship you haven't earned her love you haven't it, it, it's a lot of just like it, none of it feels satisfying, I think, for that very reason. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, that is Tokyo Drift yeah. in a nutshell. So where are we going from here? We've got better luck mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yes. I don't know when we're going to do this, if we'll do yeah. it in in place of the next month's Fast and the Furious series or if we'll just do it in tacked addition on. to... Mm. We'll, we'll see what happens. I'll talk to Ariane. Yeah. Well, you know, afterwards, we'll figure out what we're doing. Because... Obviously, I don't even know if anyone's enjoying the Fast and
1: Furious series. <laughs> <Probably> says, <laughs> we're no. just
0: doing it. Yeah. We're, we're just doing enjoying
1: it. it. Um, and isn't that all that matters?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you guys are yeah. like watching along with us. Mm-hmm. Um I know they're mm-hmm. in a in the UK they're all available like on Sky. They are. Uh so and I think even some of the future ones some are, them are on Netflix. Netflix yeah. So and then also spy racers. Spy I feel like we gotta we gotta, we gotta do an episode sick. on that.
1: Yeah, I'm really into like like I live with a seven year old and a sixty like and a seventy seven year old, so like children's programming is our middle ground. Um, Uh And I I put on Spy Racers, and my cousin was like, "Look at all these cars!" But I think it's a bit a little bit too old for him, so I get to enjoy it. Um, (laughs) But um, we've we've appeased him with Phineas and Ferb and all their racing um, episodes. So yeah, (laughs) no no Spy Racers is is like. Has Tyler Posey, who was my teen wolf. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: not my so, teen wolf,
1: yeah. not your teen wolf. And there's a great Dominic Toretto cameo in it. It's
0: yeah, it's yeah, perfect. I've read about that. So, yeah, I'm down <laughs> to do Toretto. it. Yeah, great. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Let's Our know. next episode, know. we're yeah. gonna try to get it out towards the end of this month. It's gonna be a special request episode. Yes. Again, like we said, I think last episode, if you mm-hmm. want to do that, it's I mean, I'm not telling you to do this, but if you want to do it, there is a tier. It's called Good Bagel Boss. Uh, It's twenty five dollars. It's supposed to be per month. But if you do it once and then you revert back to five dollars, I that's fine with me. I don't care. Damn, you're I don't trying need, to, yeah, you know, I'm how a to generous be the man. Um, but yeah, if you want to if you want to do that, if you want us mm-hmm. to cover a specific film if you're tired of this Fast and the Furious, won't need a break. Uh, yeah. We'll do that as well. we'll so that. we got a special film coming up. Yeah. Uh, I won't say what it is. It will just drop. When it, when it drops, it drops. We'll try to get that out soon towards the end yes. of this month. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we hope you enjoy this Fast and the Furious series. Do let us know. But mm-hmm. I mean, I th- we're still going to keep doing it. I don't care. We're still going to keep doing we're giving you bonus episodes yeah. anyway. <laughs> I really want
1: John to watch the rest of the franchise and yeah. catch up to my sort of hysteria. Um, about the rest of the franchise.
0: I'm not even out of like what I already know yet. Yeah. This is new territory for me, so I'm excited. Should we watch um, it in
1: in like story order or the order in which they came out? Because this is the turning point. You yeah, well, know we that. already
0: fucked it. Yeah, we already fucked it. Because <laughs> <laughs> this should have been like yeah. much later. Yeah. But you no, know, let, let's do it no, when no, they we'll come going, out, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's
1: fast and furious.
0: And we'll try to be as confused as... As everyone this is else a weird is. one. Like this is a
1: <laughs> weird film.
0: Yeah, but I've enjoyed but, yeah. this. This is great. It yeah. was. It's fun, fun rewatching these films. It's fun mm-hmm. to like take my mind off of things and watch things that are just kind of like whatever. Let's have fun, yeah. and that's the point of this. uh In general, I think the point of this podcast in general. So I'm glad that all you listeners out there who've joined up for Patreon are down to take this journey with us. And if you're not really down to take this journey with us, you're just down to support us uh, to a point to get this journey with us, whatever. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But anyway, I would just enjoy the fact that we've made it through this episode without being completely brain dead, which is great. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Even though this film left me completely brain dead (laughs) after I finished it. As soon as I hear just the beat to Tokyo Drift, I was like, "Yes, yes, yes!" And then the credits start, and I was like, "What did I just watch?" Great. Man, um, like one of the rappers from where I'm from, who's pretty big in America right now, um, he sort of released a tune on top of he sampled that that bit, and then a bunch of other rappers hopped on it and just sort of mm-hmm. did like a Tokyo Drift challenge, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> it's it's yeah. A cultural reset as they say.
0: <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Alright. So there you have it, guys. Ooh. What a track. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in. A literal track uh,
1: down a mountain.
0: Twilight Drift. Twilight oh Drift.
1: God. Yeah.
0: Which we'll probably force ourselves into having to do to watch her? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I hope so. I yeah. love
0: Twilight. <laughs> I I don't know Ariane. Uh-huh. I think I might have to rewatch Tokyo Drift because I know we keep talking about it. so yeah. much. and uh, yeah, I just don't know. I need to reevaluate it to kind of see. I'm gonna give it a rewatch because throughout this series, as we go forward, like we keep talking about it. Keeps coming up as we're doing our rankings, and it's just because it gets
1: better in hindsight. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the the bar has been set differently. Yeah,
0: like, yeah from here on out, it's getting crazy, guys. It's and getting I just, crazy. I just don't, I don't know how I feel about Tokyo Drift, really. And I like keep. I, I remember like just thinking, "Oh, this is trash." But then I keep thinking about it in hindsight. Like you said, it's just like, huh it's oh, like, you know, fire. it was simple and it was it yeah. introduced us, introduced us to Han and it was kind of yeah, like I love Han. fun stuff going on in this film.
1: Yeah, uh, Han is my bestie. DK's
0: kind of cool as well.
1: DK is awesome.
0: And the um, vibes. They're are, all
1: like, the vibes I mean, are great. Stupid, I like everybody else but like Sean. Yeah, but, Sean's
0: fun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sean is hard to like yeah. and hard to believe that he's a teenager.
0: Absolutely, even that then, cheating hairline, even back then. Yeah, yeah.
1: But and yeah, also not. I'm not a big Bow Wow fan.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. You know. Twinkie's a, a weird one, but he's got a cool car, so that's kind of yeah. cool. A weird, stupid ass car that he's got. <laughs> I don't know if it's actually cool, it's a, but I, I do want to brilliant car. Yeah I do want to rewatch it, and we'll see if it somehow if makes it well. holds up. Yeah. yeah it really does come out from the bottom spot of our rankings and i'll try i'll try to do this before before we get to our our final yeah. our final episode it's at fun. the end of this season mm. um, so we'll see as always guys you can follow us at uh, breadcrumbs spot on twitter and instagram and you can learn more about us the breadcrumbs collective at breadcrumbscollective.com
1: um, feel free to reach out and let us know what you think about the show
0: as always if you like what you you hear, so please subscribe on your favorite podcast app and leave a rating or review over there at Apple Podcasts. As we say every time, it really helps us out, and we just really want to keep this show growing.
1: Right, so we'll be back in two weeks with our next film from the Fast Saga, as we'll be breaking new ground on this podcast. Things are really going to get interesting from here on out. Yeah, very, um, interesting. As very interesting. As we saw at the end of Tokyo Drift, our original head of the family is back, and with him he'll bring some new and old faces. Let's get the uh, the Familia back together um, and hit a soft <laughs> La Familia and hit a soft reboot on this motherfucker. Get the thes out of here. It's fast and furious.
0: But first, next week, we weren't going to leave you hanging because we said two weeks time. So next week, we're going to get our first side mission because in this Tokyo Drift episode, I kind of brought up something new to Ariane's brain something Justin and then I became Lin obsessed did. With it did. She's obsessed with it now. <laughs> and it was this little movie that came out prior to his involvement in the Fast Saga. It's a little teen crime drama that just so happens to have some pretty big implications on future episodes of the Fast Saga and also feature some familiar faces that were in this movie that were we just talked about and also that will return. Hey, Fast 9. Fast 9. Oh my God. It's better luck Better tomorrow. luck tomorrow so we'll see you tomorrow but actually next week we'll see you next
1: week better luck we'll see you better yeah better luck next week (laughs)
0: bye (laughs) bye this podcast is presented by the breadcrumbs collective home of the pod charles cinecast caged in copo connections a drip telling limery main franchised and many more to come our shows are all presented ad free and made possible by listeners like you